What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? I'm good. I'm See, good. I have, to, I have to ask you when you're here and no one uh, else is here. Uh, so I, I don't forget right. when that's the case. <laughs> you don't forget so, it, yeah. I don't forget it because you're the only one here. So uh, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot easier for me to remember in that case. So I'm not a fan, yeah, you're all good. The way. Okay. Yeah, I, I know you're not. You're all good either way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. No coronavirus. You don't have any of that stuff. No coronavirus. Could have had it. Could have had it. (laughs) You had an opportunity to have it. You know, I was talking, I was talking to somebody this morning and they were, they were saying something about these, uh, like these antibodies tests or whatever. And I was listening to people call into some talk radio shows in the US yesterday. And they were saying that they never even had uh, COVID-19 or or they were never even tested or anything like that, but they went to do antibodies tests and they had them. Now, how's that possible? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have been asymptomatic. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, we're all asymptomatic because we all have this, right? We're all in this together. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. We're all, all in this together, together right? Alone, yeah. separately. Yeah. We're all in this together. Okay. So, uh, what, what's going on this morning? There's got to be something good. What do you got? Like, you want to talk VP stuff, or do we want to do that later today? Uh, yeah, we could talk VP stuff. There's not really. I don't really know. There's there's a whole lot to that. Uh-huh. I mean, well. Okay, here here's the choices, right? Let's th- these are the choices that Joe Biden could take, right? First and foremost, you got Stacey Abrams, okay? Now, for those that don't know, Stacey Abrams used to be the next governor of, of the state of Georgia, okay? So, she uh, yeah, she didn't make it. You know, she fell just a little short of it. And so, now she's putting herself out there as saying that she's the most qualified to be a VP pick. Now, why is it that she's making herself so uh, predominantly? It's because we're we're in the era of identity politics, so she's checking all the boxes. Yes, that's actually why. Uh, Biden has already said, I'm going to pick a female. Um, uh-huh. I don't know that he fully committed to saying a woman of color, but that was kind of alluded to. Well, the media so there's, is, there's is fully committed to him picking uh, a woman of color. The media is fully committed. Yes, yes. Yes. I honestly, I know it's going to sound bad, but I don't know that he's aware enough. The people telling him what to do will probably pick someone of color or, you know, but I don't know that he's coherent enough. Uh, And I don't mean that as a slam. It's just it doesn't look like it, you know? Well, whoever it's going to be, regardless of who it is, whoever it's going to be, they're going to be president within the first four to six months. Right. Depends. If they're playing the long game, they could wait the two year period and just have him be the face as long as they can prop him up and he looks like he's, you know, running the country, as long as he serves two years of his term before uh, the vice takes over, then the vice can run two more terms and they mm-hmm. may try to do something like that. OK, well, another candidate that's been that's been thrown around is uh, Elizabeth Warren, you know, the uh, the Indian. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 The, the Native American. She um, uh-huh, she could uh-huh. be she could be one that's uh, that's in there. Right. She's uh, she's the senator of, uh, of Massachusetts. And she was also one of the ones that were up there on the uh, the stage for the longest time. She's been one of the biggest proponents of this uh, this Green New Deal. Right. I mean, that was what she was touting around. Yeah. She had her own version of the Green New Deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want a socialist as president, hey, you know. 
You've also got Kamala Harris. She's up there, or Kamala Harris, what, however you want to pronounce her first name. Uh, Kamala Harris. She's uh, what? What is she? Okay, she's a senator of California, uh, and she's actually she was on the stage there for a while too, wasn't she? She was. She's um, quite left, very extreme. She's also, I believe, she was like a prosecutor at one point or something. I don't know. She was in the legal. She system was. In yeah. Some she way. she was a she was a lawyer. I don't know. So, I, I have I have uh, issues with her, like gut feelings about her. It's just it's kind of like uh, Obama. I had kind of a gut feeling with him. He he. I just didn't trust mm-hmm. him right from the beginning. Yeah. And she well, kind of yeah. has that same feel. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something about that. Yeah. Exactly. And well, she's a lawyer. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. So. I mean, that's, yeah. that's just how they are. So they're, they're very good at at, uh, at talking up a jury, but that's about all they're good for. But yeah. the uh, the thing is, is even if she, even if she's not the pick, let's say Biden goes in, she could possibly sit on the Supreme Court. You know, there's there's that uh, aspect of it as well. Yeah. Which would be concerning. Um, uh, it's just she's so far left. You would you wouldn't have to worry about someone. Uh, you know, horse trading in the background to to pass Obamacare, she would pass something worse than Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. Amy Klobuchar, right? The Midwestern pie maker. That's what she reminds me of. You know, she could be up there. And you know, she made one relevant speech in the uh, in one of the last uh, appearances that she made on the campaign trail on the stage. There, she said that the Democrat Party's lost touch with the average middle class voter, the average blue collar voter out there in the, in Middle America. They don't have them. They just don't have them anymore. So they need to do something to to reach that particular uh, demographic, and they don't have it. So I don't think they're going to get it with a wound up person on the hard left. It's just it's just not going to work. I don't think they're going to get it in Klobuchar either. No, no, she's more moderate. She she but she is yeah. more moderate. She's not she's not radical left, but she is more moderate. She's more moderate, but she's still radical left. I think they all are these days. The ones that are not are usually thrown out. Uh, what about? This is another name. What What about she's making a name for herself in the midst of all this. Governor Whitmer from Michigan. What about her? Oh, yes. Um, the VP candidate. Um, I don't think the American people would vote for her. Uh, if, if let, let's say they do the long game and they try to do that, uh, you know, Biden is in for three or two years and then steps down. She wouldn't be reelected. That that would be a bad choice for for the Dems. I think. To be honest with you, she she's got a she's got a little bit of a problem on her hands up there in her own state right now. I mean, you, you see what's happened uh-huh. today, right? Some of the people have come out. The the protesters have come out. Kind of been doing this for a little while anyway. Like this kind of a thing. They were doing like uh, what was it? The they did an, another similar thing already. Yeah, I forget exactly. Well, yeah, they, did. they were standing on the the state house steps and then they barged inside the building. They like they broke through the line and they got in there. They were headed into the chambers and they were chanting "Tyrants get the rope" while holding a rope. Or is that what you meant? Uh, they I actually wasn't aware of that one. I was only aware of the one uh, that was already organized with the police and whatnot, and the fact they canceled. They did cancel one of their uh, sessions, if you will, mm-hmm. because of uh, fears of, of violence. Catherine Cortez Masto. Never heard of her. Senator of Nevada. She is a senator. Yes. Possible that, th- that she could be taken. She was the first Latina senator and it could help Biden shore up the Latino support, particularly in her home state of Nevada. Uh, Michelle Obama. She could be. You know, I've heard talks of, of uh, her possibly being the uh the possible VP pick for Biden. What do you think? That one is actually legitimately concerning because she's the one that I feel like she's more radical than Obama. Obama was more of a face, more of a he liked the fame more so than the, you know, 
Yeah, he uh, he, he wanted rock star story. status. That that's what he wanted. Yes, yes. And Michelle, on the other hand, I feel like she's the the radical one. She's the one with the agendas, if you will, and uh, that that's really concerning, especially when a large portion of the population in the U.S. is willing to vote for. Her. Uh, I, I just I, I believe it was something like eighty percent is uh would vote for or whatever approval or whatever whatever you want to call that rating and that's uh th- that's legitimately concerning because she would be reelected potentially like even if she was to run by herself against tr- trump for example she could win or would be a strong contender which to be fair i mean she, I, I don't say i don't i don't think that i don't think she would do it because i mean they're making a lot of money at the moment so what, you're going to give all that yeah. up? I mean, look at all this money with all this book deals, Netflix deals, all this stuff. They're not going to cough that up. All these mansions and everything. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's it's a lot of work to go into. I mean, they can just kick back and enjoy themselves now at this point. So it, it, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to uh, to run. But mm. nonetheless, if she chose to, it would be it would be concerning. All right, let's get something else. Uh, what else you got? What's that? Oh, you wanted to Cuomo. That was all I had. Uh, Andrew Cuomo was another, <laughs> was another one that they put up there. But I mean, Cuomo would not take a VP slot, I don't think. Well, he could if it was Biden, because they'll just get rid of Biden after a few months. And that would put him in an unelected position. So kind of like uh, Gerald Ford with Nixon. Cuomo, honestly, Cuomo, I could see more of a uh, when they do their God, what is it when they choose their when they do the primary bit, you know, and choose who they want mm-hmm, mm-hmm, convention mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. When they do that, uh, I, I could see them replacing Biden with Cuomo. Yeah, I could or, see or that attempting happening. It. Yeah, I could see that happening. Or Hillary Clinton. Uh, I, I could see that. I or, could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I saw something this morning about, you're, you're not a fan of Hollywood, are you? Oh, I love Hollywood. Dude. No, you love Hollywood? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought you loved Hollywood. So, I mean, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring this up. So they're talking about replacing Hollywood actors with virtual actors. Do you think that would work? Like the CGI kind of thing? You know what I mean? Well, let's see. Uh, I'll point your attention to the one of the first ones that really did it at Star Wars, where they took, um, what was her name? Was it Carrie Fisher? Carrie Place Fisher. Yeah. Yep. And Governor Tarkin, I don't, I don't remember who the actor was. Let me, let me see. Is it Peter Cushing? I have no idea who these actors are, like names and stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I honestly don't know either. But nonetheless, both, uh, both those characters in Star Wars, uh, Leia and Tarkin were, uh, and and I forget which which one it was. They were replaced by CGI, and they took bits of their voice and and you know pieced it together. To, to say whatever they wanted. So the technology's there. And honestly, if you if you were to watch it, you could tell it was CGI, but it was it was pretty solid. It was good. And if they would change the the way the lighting is and the way they do uh, the backgrounds and everything, they could potentially make it look like the CGI ones are real, you know. But will it become a thing in the future? It's a little expensive to do. Actually, I don't know which one's more cost effective now that I say that. Well, to be honest, if you get rid of everybody, yeah, if you if you uh like if Hollywood falls in on itself and there are no crew, there's no assistants, there's no directors, there's no I mean, none of that stuff. No camera people, no set, no crew, no nothing, no editors. Well, I mean, you have to have editors still, but I mean, you'd have and you have to have a production crew, but not on site. You could have everybody remotely working from home. You would still have to have a motion capture for uh, the CGI bits because you would still have to have that. Otherwise, it would be a lot of work to animate everything by hand, and you may not be able to get the fluidity of yeah. Uh, yeah. E- even some of the cartoony animation ones that you see, though, there's a lot of CG um, 
uh, motion capture in there with the CGI. So uh, that that'll have to be you'll you'll still have to have that. But I don't know. I mean, it's possible. It's possible they'll they'll go that direction. And honestly, if they did that, that probably would cut down on a lot of the costs because then you don't have an actor or an actress. Right. There's no liability. They don't have to stop filming because everyone has to sleep. They don't have to take lunch breaks. None of that stuff. I mean, technically, they still would because of the engineers. But yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, nonetheless, it's just it's um, I, I think that it has potential. But still, I, like it, it's not it's not the actors that made Hollywood garbage. Right. That's that's not what did it. That's not what trashed Hollywood. What trashed Hollywood was the agenda that was being pushed. It wasn't the actors. The actors trashed it even further by getting on board with that agenda. So it wasn't just the actors that made it wasn't bad acting that caused Hollywood to to turn into a um, a cesspit. It was the fact that they took up those agendas and started pushing them out in their uh, in their entertainment, you know, in their movies, in their plot lines and things like that. That's what caused Hollywood to suffer the losses. And it's, of course, and it's based in L.A. And of course, the L.A. mayor is not going to reopen until there's a cure found. So it's a dying thing. So I can see this happening, but that's not going to save it, in my opinion. That's not going to save it, because if they still have the line that they're taking with that particular agenda, then people will reject it. You know, you asked if people would be into CGI. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with uh, Vocaloids at all? It's a, Sorry, it's a synthesized Vocaloid. It, it's a synthesized there for a while. I don't know if it still is popular, but they in the Asian countries, there was a popular singer, if you will. And is this a thing that changes would, your voice? Similar to that. Yes, it is software. But the singer was actually an anime character, CGI, basically. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it was really popular in Asian culture there for a while. I don't know if it still is. I don't know if, you know, vocaloids are still a thing. But nonetheless, there was a time when that was really popular and people took to it. So is it possible that it's a similar situation with CGI and Hollywood? Uh, I I think absolutely that that could be the thing. Like we're so connected to technology nowadays, especially in the younger generations. They may take to it a lot quicker than uh, other people, but like the older generations. But at the same time, we already see things like uh, Pixar, you know, Disney movies, all that stuff. That's technically CGI. They don't really do hand drawing stuff anymore. If it's quote unquote hand drawn, it's all done on the computer. You know, they may have used, you know, things that are similar to a pencil or pen or whatever, you know, but it's all electronic. It's all done on the computer Mm -hmm. nowadays. Mm -hmm. So technically a large portion of our movies already are CGI and it's already accepted. So doing a more human lifelike CGI, uh, I'd also point to Avatar, uh, the movie Avatar, you know, the blue people that that was. Yeah. That was largely movie, CGI. Though, yeah. The Irishman, yeah, the latest one with uh, what's what's his name? Joe Pesci and uh, De Niro. Most of mm-hmm. that was CGI. And, and uh, what's his yeah. name? Pacino. Most of that was CGI. Nope. They de-aged the actors. Yeah. I, from a technological standpoint, I, I think that's a lot of fun and interesting. But at the same time, it's terrifying because the dark side of this is what happens when malicious people get access to that kind of technology and they're able to make it look like you were where you weren't. Or you were talking to someone you weren't talking to and, you know, frame you for something that you didn't do. So, eh, well, the uh, but, what's it called? The um, the deep fakes. You remember those? We talked about those a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we the, did, the yeah. deep fakes. We should get back into that. I haven't heard much else about them. I'm sure they're advancing. So, oh, they are. Uh, we, yeah. we should get back into that. Have you heard any more about them since then? I haven't heard anything because all this so, pandemic stuff just kind of took over. So what, what's up with deep fakes? 
So I've seen some people with the software or similar software. It may not be top of the line stuff, but I think I showed you a video of it once with uh, Musk on a like a baby or a toddler, his face on a toddler. Yeah, I remember that one. The last deep fake I saw was Trump. Yeah, the last deep fake I saw was Trump, which I could I mean, I knew that it was a deep fake watching it, though. I mean, I, I knew going into it that that's what it was but uh, to the untrained you know never seen one before it's possible that they could have believed it but and it was he was talking about uh, it was just clips and snippets of things that he had done and at the end of it he says and i'd also like to say that epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> yeah i mean at the same time i could see trump saying something like that though <laughs> yeah yeah just well i tell you what so much of a troll i want to talk speaking of trump trolling i want to talk about uh something that's come up with him today there's an issue with him and joe scarborough i want to talk about that today and <laughs> yeah. so it's it's happening i mean that's that's the thing so mm-hmm. i mean we'll mm-hmm. we'll get into that later on but uh yeah but go on deep fakes what, what do you got I mean, yeah, so I've seen some other videos and these ones are just meme They're They're meant as a joke and fun, but it shows that technology is advancing in this area and it is becoming more and more concerning. The one I had seen is they put a Trump's face on a, on a kid that was basically throwing a tantrum. It was comical, but it shows that if they were to do this on you know, an adult human being and, and were legitimately trying to make this look like a, a bad scenario they could easily do it. And it, it it is concerning, especially with the way technology is. And we've kind of talked about this before. Uh, what if it's uh, security cam footage, right? There's still places that have low quality security cam. So mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, there's an element of that that plays into this. Well, you know what? There is a 500 megapixel HD cam out there that they could use, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would prefer they didn't have that tracking us, but yeah, you know, whatever. We know it's coming. Well, it's, it, it, well, Bruce, if it saves just one life, <laughs> isn't it worth it? Uh, that's what they're gonna push. And if it, it saves it, just one life, it'll definitely. Yeah. Oh, it, it'll it'll save one life to to have some kind of predictive system to tell who's going to be a criminal and who's not going to be a criminal. Yeah, that'll save one life. So let's have it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, anything else you got this morning? <laughs> Yeah, uh, bringing up these depressing topics and whatnot. And uh, good morning. What depressing topic were we talking about? Taking over things with, uh, you know, CGI and whatnot. All of that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that and and, that's not really depressing, though. That's not really depressing. That's well, no, that's that's not really depressing. I don't think CGI is depressing. I think it's just I think it's the way that times are moving. So I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily uh, dark and depressing. I don't think it's sinister. I think it's just the way that it's going to be used is it's going to be the same agenda, right? It's it's not going to be a deviation from the agenda. That's my issue with it is uh, like, can you really get into like something that's not real? I mean, that's what the elite want is people to be involved in in things that don't exist and to take it as reality. But to me, that's not real. So, I mean, it's it's the agenda that I'm concerned with. It's not it's not the fact that they're CGI. That that's whatever, right? I take that for what it is. But the agenda that'll be pushed with it is the real problem with it. That's that's where I stand on it. I don't think that that's necessarily um, dark and depressing because it can go the other way too. For Hollywood, yeah. Uh, for the the things with, that Hollywood will do with it, sure, it's not going to be dark and depressing. I, honestly, if they continue to make movies that I'm interested in, then you know I will. 
occasionally watch those movies. I'm not a big movie goer, but, you know, I, I watch movies that they create. But I'm more concerned about the negative aspects, like the, the darker side of things, how they can be used and manipulated. And that's what I'm concerned about and what I consider depressing. It's going to be far more difficult to identify what the truth is. Uh, with deep fakes and that kind of thing. And when you start going CGI and the technology advances by leaps and bounds and it's just uh, losing truth is, is depressing to me. I I, I don't, I don't, I don't like when it's hidden and and difficult to find. That is true. I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have this morning. So we're going to have to end it there. We appreciate all of you listening. We thank you all very much. We would humbly ask you to recommend us to friends and family. We're not a bunch of crazy lunatics. We're not, uh, we're not trying to push you an agenda. We're not trying to get you to think a certain way. We're just trying to get you to think for yourself. That's all. Uh, so we would humbly ask you to, uh, to recommend us to friends and family because, you know, it's all of you listening that do make us sit here and do this every day. And we, we appreciate the fact that you do listen. And so we would like to, um, we would like to expand our audience here as much as possible because we're really trying to do something special here. And so we thank you very much. Uh, we're on just about everything. So, I mean, if you recommend us to somebody, then you can pass us along. We're on just about everything. We're on Pandora. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. What's the other one? iHeartRadio. So, I mean, we're, we're, on, we're on all the big ones. Thank you for your time this morning, Bruce. Uh, thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.